The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 15th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I recently watched the documentary My Octopus Teacher on Netflix. Has anybody else here seen it? Not, okay, not seeing any hands, so that's, that's okay. But it's an award-winning film about Craig Foster, a diver filmmaker who commits to diving in the same part of the ocean every day to track the habits of one particular octopus. Foster first takes to the ocean because he is totally burned out and exhausted by his life. But something about this octopus intrigues him enough to keep coming back day after day. And what makes this relationship unique is that it really does become a relationship. The man isn't just an indifferent filmmaker with a camera, the octopus an object to be filmed. Foster and the octopus have a deeper sense of acknowledgement with one another, of mutuality. The octopus welcomes the man into her world. And as he learns more about this tiny little part of the ocean, more about this one octopus, he also learns more about himself. In the best of relationships, this is what friends do. Pull us out of ourselves, while also letting us be exactly who we are. There is no such thing as a one-sided friendship. Maybe you've tried that. I have. It doesn't work, does it? In order for a friendship to really be a friendship, there needs to be a commitment on both sides to make it work, to show up for one another, to put everything on the line for one another, even if that means your life. That is why Jesus calls the disciples friends in our gospel today. He has been their teacher. They have been his students. He's been the guy preaching in the front. They've been keeping the crowds fed at the back. He's been healing the sick. They've been managing the ever-growing numbers of people coming to hear him. But Jesus knows his time to ascend to the Father is almost here. And he needs the disciples to understand that it is now their time to take on the roles he has been carrying. 
the Father has loved Jesus, and Jesus has loved the disciples, and now the disciples must love one another, must abide in Jesus' love. Now, abide is one of those words that we don't use very often in regular conversation. It means to accept or act in accordance with. Abide is a verb, an active verb. So when Jesus says, abide in my love, he's saying, act in accordance with how you've seen me act. Love like you've seen me love. Do what you've seen me do. I've been showing you all along. It's not enough to know that we should love one another. It's actually doing it, actually acting in accordance with Jesus's commandment. And that abiding, that willingness to take action, that's where things really get tough. Jesus makes it clear to his disciples and to us too that we should do what he did. That the greatest thing a friend can do is to put everything on the line for someone else. Because this is what Jesus did for us. One of the biggest challenges that Foster encounters as he's diving with his octopus friend is how much he should intervene in her life, in the natural world. Should he try to project, protect her from the pajama sharks, her natural predators? He decides no, but then she gets injured and loses one entire tentacle. Should he bring her food when she is too weak to hunt herself? He decides yes. In wrestling with these difficult questions, he realized that the octopus was teaching him how to become sensitized to the other. Because his care, his concern for this octopus is what compelled him to get out of bed, to keep going down to the ocean every single day for an entire year until the octopus, and sorry, spoiler alert, dies a natural death. Friendship gives us purpose. Friendship gives us hope. Friendship means putting our exhaustion aside to recognize the exhaustion in someone else, the need in someone else. Jesus is telling us to love one another and act on that love. So when Peter in our reading today from Acts, discovers that the Holy Spirit has been given to a Gentile soldier and his family, what does he do? They may be considered outsiders in the Jewish community, but Peter recognizes that our God breaks barriers instead of building them. So he baptizes them, welcomes them into the family of Christ. Peter is acting on Jesus' commandment to abide in his love, to act in accordance with the greatest commandment. Today, we hear Jesus tell the disciples that he has called them, that he has chosen them, that he has appointed them to bear fruit, fruit that will last. And this is what Peter does. This is what we are to do. We must continue to act on God's love. God's radical welcome, God's willingness to put it all on the line. All are welcome in God's family. 
the broken, the outcast, the lonely, the exhausted. There is still suffering. There is still pain. There are still people who feel they don't belong. There are still people yearning for friendship and for love. Maybe that's how you feel. Maybe that's how someone close to you feels. Maybe that's how someone you have never met but hear about on the news feels, like the transgender teenage athletes prohibited from competing, the families torn apart at the border, mothers mourning the death of their children at the hands of police. There is so much at stake in our world right now. I remember my mom telling me during the turbulent years of middle school that she would always be my friend. And to a sixth grader, that maybe wasn't the coolest thing to hear, but it actually meant a lot. Because my mom knew all about me, my good days and my bad days, and she still said she would be my friend, always. She knew what I needed and was willing to risk being that uncool mom to give me exactly what I needed. Like the disciples today, Jesus also calls us to friendship, deep, abiding friendship for the sake of the world, friendship that pulls us out of ourselves, that helps us to recognize the others around us and do something about it, to pull out our diving gear, to welcome the stranger in, to say the thing we're afraid to say, to put everything on the line. Because the Father loved Jesus, and Jesus loved the disciples, and now it is our turn. We have been called, we have been chosen, and we have been appointed to go and bear fruit that will last. Now it's up to us to act like it. Amen. <laughs>